Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. New year, new us, new targets, new barriers. And we push ourselves every week now. If you notice, Roshan, actually, I don't know who started this, but we're talking different sports now. Yeah, I out think. Out of the comfort zone. I, I like that. You know, variety is the spice of life. And we're trying to shed light not just on football, but so many other sports. And in that vein, we've got a very exciting conversation lined up today. Yes, we're going to be talking about the HSBC Women's World Championship. And what better way than to speak with the tournament director, Becky Harding, is on the line with us. Becky, how are you? Hey, hi guys. I'm good, thank you. Wow. So, uh, I guess to start us off, help set the scene, tell us a bit about your background and that journey you took to becoming the tournament director for the HSBC Women's World Championship. <laughs> yeah, my background is uh, the pretty classic started as an intern. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, as a kid growing up, I've always been a bit of an Ashley sports enthusiast um, and found my way into an internship with IMG. Mm-hmm. Um, became a bit of a sport event nerd, worked <laughs> my way up. Um, and then actually spent four years as tournament director of the LPJ event in Thailand. Mm. Uh, after four successful years, we were asked to come and head up uh, the HSBC Women's World Championship here in Singapore. Oh, wow. Wow. Some some story that is, right? Starting as an intern. So next year, you're competing in the event. <laughs> <laughs> now, Becky, it's brilliant to have you and very inspiring what you just mentioned. But as tournament director, what does your role encompass and how has it evolved since you took over the position last year? Um, yeah, I would. I would say personally, I would. You know, we what are we set out to do is creating and delivering memorable experiences for clients, our guests, participants. Um, and I think in terms of how my role has evolved, it, it's more so how the event evolves. You know, every year evolves uh, in terms of what we try and deliver. Uh, we keep close to our family of sponsors. We listen to what they want, how we can improve. And then that's how we're constantly evolving. So I would say it's uh, not so much me that evolves or my role that is evolves, but it's what is required of us and, and the scale of this event that we try and deliver. That's the thing you mentioned, right? You're taking care of clients and you talk about the evolution of the event. Becky, I can only imagine what it must have been like because you're talking about a world-class event like the HSBC Women's World Championship. What kind of, what kind of challenges came along with that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, first of all, you know, the stature of this event um, is amazing. You know, if I, it's uh, it's got some of the best players in the world. Mm. This year, we're looking forward to world number one. You know, it's world number four, and the defending champ coming back. And you know, as you mentioned, you know, um, it's such a prestigious event, affectionately known as Asia's Major. Wow. It comes with this set of uh, pressures and challenges. Um, for us, you know, last year, one of the fun challenges, I would say, was the weather oh, and the rain. Always um, is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, but, you know, a lot of learnings that we picked up from last year, uh, we've taken that and uh, we hope that, that, you know, that will be seen uh, in our delivery this mm, year. Mm. Uh, just thinking about the weather. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I think one thing that was sort of uh, very heartwarming about that is that the crowds, that turned out, regardless of rain or shine, were fantastic. Uh, after being away, you know, without spectators, you know, throughout COVID, to see 28,000 spectators turn out in that heavy rain was, uh, yeah, really, really touching, I would say. 
Now, for the benefit of our listeners, this tournament is taking place 29th February to 3rd March 2024. So, for your sake and for everyone who's going to be there, I hope the weather clears up because it hasn't been very kind. (laughs) Now, Becky, you talk about evolving the event as the years gone by. You've included a national qualifying tournament, offer a spot for a local player, and I find that quite unique. Can you share more about the importance of providing this opportunity for the locals? Yeah, you know, beyond, I think, uh, bringing the world's best, uh, you know, which is uh, our tagline, Mm. um, it is extremely important for us to also focus on developing the next generation of golf stars. Um, uh, Hosting the national tournament, the qualifying tournament, I would say, is directly connected. Um, It's our way of directly connecting to the local golf community um, and ultimately, you know, providing those opportunities for them to compete in a world-class tournament. Okay. Uh, Becky, this next question is a sensitive one, and I will use some words. I don't mean uh, for that for that extra importance. I mean it as just plain English words. You know how words are these days. So, I had a conversation with Raushan yesterday, and as we were talking, we were talking about golf, and we both came to the conclusion, oh, you know, maybe golf is a rich man's sport. Mm. Now, in recent years, we see a lot of emphasis on growing women's golf. We see a lot of emphasis on making these tournaments accessible for people. Why is it so important for the golfing community and the wider community? And why do I, and I hate to use this word, um, why, why does it make things more inclusive? Um, I think, yeah, this one's a bit personal, you know, to, to me. It's not just women's golf that's seeing uh, a bit of a focus in terms of growth, but women's sport in general, right? Mm. Um, Whenever I think about how current this conversation is, three things come to mind. Um, The words representation, opportunity, Mm. and hope. Um, We've seen what the likes of Serena Williams uh, has done in the tennis world for for young girls, Megan Rapinoe in in soccer. Um, And that representation is so important. But to get to representation, we need opportunity. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, that's what we're aiming to do. Today, we have uh, local qualifier Chen Zintong, who's now got the opportunity to play in, obviously, the HSBC Women's World Championship. And who knows, you know, one day, um, she could be the next equivalent, Shanti Pereira yeah. equivalent. Yeah. And that kind of opportunity and representation, of course, contributes to hope. Mm. Um, so I see it all sort of one thing and you know, that is extremely important, I think. Yeah, and and to qualify, I dislike to use the word inclusive because I don't even think we should use it. It should just be there, you know. It should be a normal thing. Exactly. Absolutely. And I think Absolutely. Becky hit the nail on the head with her response, right, in terms of opportunity and yep. hope. That's so, so important. Becky, let's look ahead to this year's edition of the HSBC Women's World Championship. What can attendees and viewers expect in terms of tournament experience? First of all, you know, it's our 16 year. Uh, every year we try and improve. We build it bigger. We build it better. Uh, we pack it with all sorts of programming. I mean, first of all, like I said, world-class golf, world-class players. That, that is a given. Um, but, you know, we work with a fantastic golf course, a fantastic golf club. Um, the golf course in itself uh, is something to come and experience. It's in fantastic condition. Um, but beyond the golf course, we try and build a whole lot of programming. Mm-hmm. We've got fun activities, we've got DJs. Uh, if you've never played golf before, there'll be an opportunity for you to take part in all that kind of sort of fun um, golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, ultimately, uh, we've built a, you know, like I said, we've built a lot bigger. 
a lot more covered areas. We're prepared for rain or shine. Uh, we've prepared lots more food and drinks for everybody. We've got a beer garden and DJs. So yeah. Rain that's or shine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing my umbrella just in case. Oh man, I'm so looking forward to this, and and it's been great speaking with uh, Becky Harding, tournament director of HSBC Women's World Championship. Becky, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. So now that we're done speaking with the tournament director and how she highlighted that it's important to have that local qualifier, let's check in with that local qualifier. Chen Singpong is on the line. Singpong, how are you? Ben, how are you? We're great, Singpong, and we're excited to speak to you. First things first, congratulations on earning the spot to compete alongside some of the world's best golfers. You. you must be excited. Yes, I am very excited. I'm also very nervous, <laughs> but... I'm sure it'll be a good opportunity. So tell us a little bit about your, your your background. I mean, how did you first get involved with playing golf? When did that love for the sport come about? Well, my dad actually got gifted a set of clubs from my, his colleague, actually. Oh. A set of ladies' clubs, so he just sent me up for lessons. It was quite coincidental, actually, so... I like how you're playing it down and putting it down to receiving a pair of clubs, but surely there's some talent there and that's how you got through qualifying. Why not talk me through that couple of days of qualifying? How did it go and how how did you fare to earn that spot? Well, I mostly just try to keep it simple, like play simple golf, get on the fairway, get on the green, two par for par. Try not to have too many difficult situations where I have to get up and down behind a tree, you know, like. Simple golf is the best type of golf, <laughs> really. I, I love the way she puts that. You know, simple golf is the best type of golf. And, and I bet you're the type of golfer that plays with a smile on her face as we can kind of hear it during this conversation. Uh, a little bit more serious question though, Singpong. How, how do, has it sunk in yet? How does it feel, you know, to be at that prestigious international stage next month? Oh, it hasn't quite sunk in yet. <laughs> I feel like might sink in maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm still currently a bit of a mess right now. You've got a bit of time to let it sink in and then get competitive once the tournament comes around. I just want to reflect on your journey, Singpong. What does it mean to you personally to have an opportunity to compete on such a fabulous course on such a prestigious stage? I mean, it's just a big milestone for me. It's been one of my goals since forever, like just playing in an LPGA event with like the top pros, being able to compare myself with them. Like, just great, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. So, what's what's the plan now? You've got about a month-ish to prepare for this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how will you be preparing? Um, I'll mostly be coming here to Central so I train a lot more. Mm. Like, usually I don't really come here because like 40 minutes away from where I live. <laughs> but definitely we'll be making the drive down here a lot more. Like, practicing chipping, yeah. like short game, making sure my putting is on, oh, it's- you know, on... It's it's a beautiful golf course, and, and if you're going there more often, I recommend going uh, to play a little bit of sunset golf just before the golf course closes. It's it is uh, you will play with a smile on your face <laughs> until you hit I'm the sand sure bunker, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simple, yeah look, looking ahead to the tournament itself, you're going to be sharing the field with a stellar cast, right? Is there anyone you're going to be a bit starstruck ah. with when you see? Um, I'm not quite sure if she'll be there, but. I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing Asaya if she's there. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Final question for you, Singpong. It's a easy but difficult one. Now, here you are about to compete at a global event. I'm thinking there's a young female golfer out there listening to this conversation. A young teenager, maybe. What would your advice to that young girl be? Well, I'm still a teenager <laughs> myself, so um, I just say go for it. Like, like what got me into golf was basically a coincidence. Mm. So, like, anything can happen. Like, yeah. don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I, I I take away from this conversation the best advice any like even my golf coach never gives me this advice the best golf is simple golf <laughs> <laughs> yes it certainly is and I think in Sing Pong's case it's playing with a smile on her yeah. face we've been speaking to the local qualifier Chung Sing Pong thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and all the best for the tournament yeah thank you sports minutes on Money FM eighty nine point three.